You are about to listen to the Redhead Boy Podcast, available on Spotify or whenever you get your podcasts from. Now enjoy the show. <laughs> Splendid girl, and so helpful. Do you know she's been showing me how to stick the pole up? Right. That is a very big one you have there, is it not, Mr. Woolsey? Eh? Oh, this. How about the other half? I. Another one of those. Oh, it's Oh, I wouldn't put that in my mouth if I were you. Might explode. I hope not. Matron doesn't approve of banging in the wards. I can't do it lying down. Oh, dear me, you do have a problem. No, I mean, I prefer to sit down if you don't mind. Don't mind if it turns you on. Who cares? Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Redhead Boy podcast, hosted by me, Harry. Hope everyone's having a good week so far. Hope everyone's staying safe. Hope everyone is staying active. Or just watching a shit ton of Netflix, like me. (laughs) Hope everyone's having a good one. Today I have an awesome guest on the podcast. Probably, actually, definitely one of my favourite interviews that I had yesterday. We had a right laugh. And my guest is hospital radio DJ and entrepreneur Rob Linzel. He is an amazing man with such a beautiful soul. And we just had a great conversation. I'm not gonna not going to exclude, not going to ex what's the word? Fuck. Can't think of the word this morning. I'm not going to tell you anything about the conversation. I'm just going to dive right in it. So you guys enjoy the episode. Hello. Hello, buddy. How you doing? All right? Yeah, not bad. You? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Oh, oh there we go. There you go. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were feeling that shy today. That you <laughs> I was like, am I just going to like stare at your name for the entire conversation, you know? <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Uh, how are you? Loving it's- the background. Uh, thank you. I literally, I literally earlier, I was like, because, you know, it's always good to, to make sure that things are going to work before you actually go and do something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so uh, no, I... I decided to mess about with the uh, with the background, but now I probably won't be able to figure out how to turn it off. So, uh, hey! <laughs> I'm gonna have one too. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna have, uh, put my like podcast logo, and then I thought it it was a bit much. It was a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind. This is your show, mate. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit too like egotistical, you know. <laughs> no, I know better than that with you. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Oh, no, it's good to see you. Long time no see, eh? It has been way too long, my friend. <laughs> way too long. How's your name? Such a today? nice change. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> like, I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in the driving seat today. The power. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it'll be chilled. It'll be chilled. <laughs> oh, uh, no, what have you been up to today? You been up to much today? Uh, no, not really, not today. That's been, uh, I had to 
run my mum to the doctors earlier on. It's just a checkup thing. And then, uh, yeah, I've just been trying to sort out the stuff in my room. So I had Bella for the last week, oh, yeah. a week and a bit. Um, yeah, she came back, came back earlier than anticipated last week. So <laughs> uh, fair, fair. it's like, ah! <laughs> uh, so I've had instead of having a week more or less a week to sort stuff out when she went back on Monday last week yeah it was like no Monday Kate halfway through Monday my ex was like can you get better <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> uh, and it ended up being a case of can you keep her uh, <laughs> it's like okay um, so Fair we end up I had to keep her because uh, her class bubble got shut down um because of a positive COVID test. So uh, yeah. we've kind of been isolated in a bedroom for the last week, which was not great. Uh, I bet, I bet, I bet for, yeah, I bet for her that was uh, super. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you locked in one room together. But yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's been good. I mean, it's, it's been nice. And, you know, we've done a few bits. Uh, we did a bit of DIY together because I bought a wardrobe and, you know, so yeah, it's okay. been all right. Nice. Uh, and then racking my brains for after you contact me, it's like a quote. It's like you know, I love film. <laughs> We're supposed to narrow that one down. Oh no! Uh, like literally, every time I get a guest on and I ask that, they're like, "Oh, this is such a such a hard question. What do you ask with this question?" Uh, yeah, do you but... know how many films I've actually? I mean, I used to work at the cinema. Come on. <laughs> Uh, I very nearly went with Harry Potter just for the laugh, but yeah. <laughs> I, w- I wanted to do Harry. the old "You're a wizard, Harry." <laughs> no, actually, that that'd be a good thing to like kick off. Why? Why? Because uh, for 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 people that will listen to the complete show, if you guys didn't realise, it was uh, some quotes from the classic Carry On films. Um, mm. <laughs> I I had fun. Uh, yeah, finding those. They are they are still hilarious, actually. <laughs> That's why, you know what, for all the films I've chosen, that would be the reason I chose them. <laughs> yeah. No, uh yeah, I think I think they're they're like a real funny film to like just sit down and just like laugh to and stuff. And as well, you could sit down and say, Oh, you can't say that anymore, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, technically you can. I mean, they're just hung in cheek. Yeah, you know, double entendre, you know, fun. You know, it's, yeah. there's nothing wrong for me even today. They hold up. It's great. Yeah, no. Um, I showed them to I showed them to my partner that hasn't like he doesn't really get English humour whatsoever, and he was like, <laughs> "Oh, I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." I was like, I was like, "There's Barbara Windsor with her boobs out." <laughs> <laughs> Many males fantasy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless her. <laughs> now, um, yeah, so how, how have you been, like, uh, recently and stuff? What have you been doing to, like, keep yourself entertained and stuff? Obviously, you've been, like, uh, da- dadding and stuff, and I saw you doing, like, all creative bits with your daughter and all that stuff recently and all that. Yep. Uh, yeah, say, so, being a dad recently, um, just because of the... Uh, circumstances and say she came back early and then uh, yeah the podcast my my my, my baby uh, had an episode get uh, was thrown in there 
um, while she was here, which was great because she usually works with me on that, which is brilliant. Oh, does she? Oh, cool. Um, awesome. Yeah, I, my, mine, mine's a faith-based one, so she kind of tends to do the Bible reading stuff and I kind of do all the rest of it. So uh, <laughs> it works really well as a team. Oh, uh, cool. Team no, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I listened to like a bit of uh, your most recent one last night and uh and i was like oh who's this who's whose voice is that and then, then yeah fair no that's good. that's good <laughs> that would be that would be my that would be my daughter that would be my oh, bella because she, oh, she's, she's she's very much a daddy's girl and she she loves getting involved doing stuff like that and uh, yeah she, she loves to keep me on my toes which kids generally do uh <laughs> but i love it you know I, I wouldn't have it any other way no that's good that's good that's good that you make it like a family affair which is nice well yeah and i mean the other nice thing was obviously you know the the last one i did was the valentine's special mm. um and you know that that was based off the fact that you know valentine's just having gone you know i'm single uh and i thought you know what there's too much emphasis put on uh couples yeah uh, on yeah. valentine's day and i know that is technically the main focus but it's so commercialized and it puts so much pressure on people you know and i thought well how can i flip that you know so i decided to make uh, valentine's day about me and my daughter kind of a you know what i'm single you're nine i hope you're single uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know but hey we can be each other's valentine's because you know what daddy will always love you and you love daddy so it's you know we made it about us um because you know i wanted to grow up knowing it doesn't matter you know whether you're single whether you're in a relationship whether you're married you know it's <laughs> there's no nothing wrong with any of them yeah you know it, yeah. It's, it's fine to be single you know and it's you know it's great to be in a relationship but there's nothing wrong with single and it, it does put a lot of pressure and you know anxiety on some people yeah, um, and i wanted to take that away from them yeah yeah because sadly there's so much uh pressure like uh like for, for for young people to get into that really to be honest like from school and all that stuff type of stuff you get some oh absolutely you know so, social pressure is so high it's 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 ridiculous you know and I, I mean it's a few years since i've read statistics on valentine's day but you know i know that uh, certainly a few years back the statistics were ridiculously high for people and depression especially on valentine's day just because of the whole peer pressure thing that you know it's considered wrong to be single and it's like, what's wrong with being single? You know, you, you're your own boss, and you know you can do things your way, and then enjoy your life on your terms. And yeah, I say it's great to be involved in, in a relationship, but it's not the be all and end all. No, no, that that's 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 a really good yeah, that's a really good message to like hammer home. Really, it's good to be yeah, it's 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 all right for it to just be yourself. <laughs> absolutely yeah so you know the other point i wanted to make with, with bella on valentine's day was the fact that you know how she should be expected to be treated mm -hmm. but by by you know a partner uh, or someone who loves her or says they love her uh, for future reference you know it's like treat them with respect and love you know the old phrase you know treat treat your you know woman or your partner like like a king or a queen you know, and, and just give them the love and respect they deserve. Uh, you know, gentlemanly in, in the case if you happen to be the male partner, and all, all these other things that come into the relationships. Uh, I just wanted to grow up being 
positive and strong in that respect and not be reliant on the fact that she needs to find identity with someone else. You know, she's her own person. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, no, that's a really cool. Yeah, and I saw and I saw the pictures. They were really like sweet, where you made like the bracelets and stuff and everything. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah. I say, yeah, that that we we got rings. Uh, she she, I wanted to get her something, um, and I did order her a little kind of ring, and she then decided she wanted to get me something. Uh, she had a load of money for Christmas, and she's like, "Daddy, you should get yourself something." And you know, and I'll I'll pay for it. You can have my money to put towards it. No, you don't have to do that. I mean, it was, it's lovely. Uh, but she was really insistent that, you know, she wants to give some of her Christmas money towards, you know, that ring that I got for myself. So, and she helped me choose it. Like, oh, Daddy, I think you should get that one. So, you know, it was, it was lovely. You know, it's, it's really it's moments like that just, you know, makes parenting all yeah. worthwhile. You know, there, there are moments we just, you know, if you had hair, you want to pull your hair out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, I don't have that problem. Uh, you could have lied, Rob. You could have lied. <laughs> no one's going to see you. <laughs> you could have said you had an afro. <laughs> Anyone who listens to it who knows me knows I haven't got any hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, no, that sounds really good. Yeah, no, that sounds like that would be a good little like tradition to 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 have with your daughter and everything as a as a line as a nice thing yeah 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 tradition's important you know with kids and you know unfortunately last year and looking again like this year as well our, our original tradition's gone completely out the window because we always used to go um annually to butlins together How did um, you? Oh, you know, um, <laughs> other other sites are available not just selling one product here uh but yeah we always went to buttons every year you know it's a bit of time alone together just just us two alone uh, going away and it was lovely but of course with the pandemic we couldn't do last year mm. um, and it's looking highly unlikely this year's on the cards either so you know it's like well what can i do you know, and this was the first time where she's old enough, actually, as well now that it's like, you know what, let's do something Valentine's Day. You know, let's bring that in as a tradition and hopefully we'll get back to the going away part at some point as well. But, you know, we'll have to see how things turn out. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, cool. No, no, that's really good. No, um, yeah, yeah, no, it was really sweet to see, like, your posts and stuff. It's nice that, as you say, uh, on Valentine's Day, if 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 you are single you're like constantly reminded by everybody's posts and stuff including mine from 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 mm. mine and stuff you yeah you <laughs> like going oh I, I like i care about this person but i'm i i don't mean to like rub it in everyone else's faces so yeah no it's good it's good. no it's, it's it's difficult for for well, it can be difficult for people who are single and you know there's that's not that's like i say it's nothing wrong with it and you know i'm really happy for, for my friends who are in relationships, you know, seeing your posts, you know, it was, it was, it was lovely. It's really nice. And it's uplifting because for me, I, being single isn't an issue. It used to be, but nowadays I'm, I'm very philosophical about it. It's like, you know what? It's great being single. I can concentrate on, you know, other things like, you know, podcasts and, and trying to build up my business and uh, like being a parent. Uh, and, and it just, 
means I can focus in on other things. You know, you're not splitting your attention. So I'm, I'm happy in myself with that. So I'm, I can be happy for you and other people who are in relationships. It's like, you know what? They're happy. That's great. You know, maybe yeah. my turn will come eventually. Yeah. No, no, no. And I think it's, and I think it's important to, to like really uh, know, know, know yourself. Like really it's good. It only helps you like uh, ridiculous amounts really. And, and, and it can only make you a better person once you get into that next relationship you know oh absolutely you know at the end of the day when it comes down to it if you don't know yourself in a relationship you know that relationship's always going to struggle if not fail yeah because you're you're never going to be happy if you're not happy in yourself you know you're literally relying on the other person to make you happy all the time and that's pressure on them so you know it it is important You, you know if you're single don't feel bad about it you know, if, that, if there's a message I would get out there, be happy about being single. Focus on yourself, learn who you are, and be happy with your life. You know, having relationships a cherry on top. You know, it's the icing on the cake if you find someone to love you. Mm-hmm. But I say it's not the be all and end all. Be happy in yourself. Yeah, and I think I think uh, you know since what has happened like the last year and a bit, it's important to really cherish time and not waste about moaning or or like saying oh i haven't got this well it doesn't really matter so <laughs> oh yeah it's just important i mean like you say i mean with the last year year and a bit you know with the pandemic it has certainly reshaped how people have to think yeah you know if you can't go you know if you're not one of the people who's allowed to go out to work and you're kind of stuck at home and you have to rethink what you're doing you know you've got plenty of time on your hands you know it's how my my podcast was born because of the fact that i just had time on my hands it's like what am i going to do let's make myself busy let's start a podcast um so yeah it, you know and it gives you a chance in the last year year and a bit i've had a chance to learn who i was again which has been great because i've not long come out of a relationship mm-hmm. prior to all of that um and it was just nice to focus in on who I was and relearn that and go on this really incredible journey of self-discovery amongst other things that's been going on in the last year or so. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really uh, valuable to do and you just end up feeling so much better in yourself and in your own skin and stuff. If you actually generally like, you know, uh, yeah, feel, feel yourself and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, so since uh, since I'm going to try and steer it because I made a joke with the guest last week and I was like, I was going, we were going off on like tangents for ages and we ended up speaking for like two hours. So I split the episode in half. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, somehow I managed to like <laughs> keep it like <laughs> go, going somewhere. <laughs> But, uh, if, if i might at this point i should point out that is not unusual for the two of us no to be <laughs> fair no you are you, yeah, you are right you are right because yes uh if anybody doesn't know who who isn't familiar to rob uh rob uh dj's at uh the chichester hospital radio and i used to uh uh come in as a guest occasionally uh, you do? I, think, I think it became a bit more than occasionally because then they told us that I needed to actually, <laughs> actually sign up for it. Uh, 
but yes, and Rob is very good at going, okay, Harry, we need to just, like, we need to keep going now. We only have an hour. We need to keep going. <laughs> I need to get my little bits. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No, um, yeah, so to, 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 to jump on about the podcast, te- te- tell us more about Hope and Coffee. Like, tell me more about what, what was... Uh, what was what was the initial like acorn that you decided to be like okay let's do it let's do this okay so hope and coffee is a faith-based podcast based on my faith because i'm a christian um and i have been since i was 14 years old so it was actually my 30th year as a christian last year many many ups and downs in the process but um when the lockdown came i you know, I, I just gone through a really weird kind of two or three months, you know, because just prior to the end of the previous year, uh, I'd uh, come out of a relationship and, and I was in a strange place as it was. Hmm. Um, and I, at the beginning of last year, I ended up getting diagnosed with sleep apnea for one thing, which was great in itself because that helped because now I uh, get a decent night's sleep most of the time oh, uh, thanks good. to that diagnosis which is brilliant good. gives me a lot more energy but the other more important thing prior to that was the fact that I had the diagnosis of having um, ADHD um, which is a tension deficit hyperactivity disorder um, oh, with, no. uh, <laughs> that's a mouthful <laughs> But, but with uh, tendencies towards um, uh, the um, not attention deficit rather than the hyperactivity, although I can be quite hyperactive, as you know. Um, <laughs> and it's like, what, but that helped me understand who I was a bit better. It made me look back at my life and go, you know what? I understand now how I handled those situations and why I handled it that way and how, why I am how I am sometimes. Um, and uh, when I got into the lockdown, or as the lockdown was approaching, it was like, well, what am I going to do? I, I, I can't just sit around not doing anything. That will drive me insane. Uh, and I just felt, you know what, let's, let's share some positivity. You know, let, let, let's start hoping coffee. Let, let's do a faith-based one uh, for, for those I know within my own church and anyone else in other churches here in England or around the world. Um, and I have got quite a global uh, listening force now, which is uh, quite impressive because I didn't actually put it out there and advertise as such. Oh, that's uh, good. That's good. Which is brilliant. Yeah, um, no, because I know you get a little bit of audience from America, from like your friends from like out there and stuff like that, don't you? So yeah, I've, I've got I've got a couple of friends in America who, who kind of tune in, and um, you know, some friends over here and. You know, I've got kind of Nigeria and Canada and a few other countries in there now, which nice. is it's really nice. strange. It crops up because <laughs> I mean, you, I, 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 don't, I can't remember. Do you use Anchor? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, so you know that it's got the analytical yeah. part of it. it. Tells you where they're listening from. Yeah. You know, and every so often you check that and it crops up. I'm guessing it knows where the IP is logging in from. So you know, it's logging in from a different country. Yeah. Um, and every so often a new country pops up and say the first one that popped up was um, Nigeria, really randomly. <laughs> uh, and I had a lovely little voice message uh, come through on the system uh, from the person who listens. You know, that's a really great message. You know, loved it. Um, you know, oh, and say Ireland, Ireland in there as well. And it, it was great. You know, I say it started out as 
I used to do a daily daily reading just just to keep myself focused and I just wanted to share that with people uh, and eventually I reached a hundred episodes uh, and yeah, realized no, I, that... I, I looked at it last night and I was like how many seasons has he done I was like well I got this in my notes I was like he's done six seasons I was like I was like damn <laughs> To be fair, I'm not sure you should count them as seasons when I haven't really taken a break between each one. Uh, it, it just got to the point I'd done 32 episodes and I thought, you know what, I really need to break break it out and say different seasons. Yeah. And then event and then immediately went on, recorded another one and posted it the following day. It's like that's not really taking a break or kind of leaving a gap. <laughs> um, so technically I've done you know 150 odd episodes, whatever it is now. Um, rather than six seasons, because I haven't really left much of a break <laughs> as such. But, yeah. you know, as, as you can probably imagine, you know, I got to about 100 and it was like, you know what? I've talked about an awful lot. I'm running out of things without repeating myself. Mm. Uh, so I, I slowed it down and, and changed it to, you know, what? I will do one a weekend, a couple of weekends, if, if, if I feel like that's the way to you know, I know how I end up doing it so I, I just eased it down a little bit and as long as people you know even if one person's listening I shall continue to do it yeah, um, yeah. and I love doing it because it, it's just every, and the feedback I get I mean I don't know if you get it with, with your show at all but it's just the feed positive feedback and it's like you know what that was great that message was brilliant uh, and it really helped uh, you know that's that's all, all I need to keep me encouraged that's really good. That's really good that you have that like interaction with uh, with the people that are listening and everything and stuff. So uh, yeah, because I did, I did, I gave myself a good talking to at the beginning of the year because I I have this I have this like thing where I get really into something and I do it really well for like the first like six months and then I drop off the face of the earth. So. <laughs> I do that. I, 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 I've done that with my like filmmaking work as well. I like I get really into it and I write a script and I get a really good draft. And then I'm like, OK, that can go in the drawer for the next how many, how many months? <laughs> so that's what I did with the last season of this podcast. I did like like 15 episodes and then did like old films. I was looking forward to films that were coming out in the summer, which obviously no films came out in the summer. <laughs> last year uh, yeah. but, uh, but um and then then I sort of dropped off the face of the earth so I said to myself this year I was like I need to just like focus and and just keep like strutting through don't put loads of pressure on myself but sort of like just like just keep a constant thing like um yeah I, yeah because for me it's like is such a creative thing and it like mm. it 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 feeds your soul so i feel like if i do at least this each week and i do a bit of writing then i'm i'm good i'm good i don't <laughs> and then then i go to my you know retail job at, at, at the weekend and i don't feel as depressed there you know <laughs> so yeah i get uh, it so just as long as you do your own little thing then it it makes you it makes you feel better it feeds your soul as they say. Oh, it certainly does. And you know what? I think one of the reasons we've always got on so well is we are a lot alike in that respect. I mean, obviously, mine stems from the ADHD. I'm just very easily distracted. You know, it's like, la-di-da-da, I'm doing this. Oh, shiny. 
Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh dear, that's me distracting. Um, you know, because I did exactly the same thing. Because funny enough, I had a podcast prior to the Hope and Coffee podcast that I did two episodes for. Uh, that was called the Illumination Lounge. Yeah, I remember. Uh, and that, that was a yeah, it was a far more personal one that was just going to be my journey during lockdown. Uh, I did two episodes, and it kind of just yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that in a bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I'm so easily distracted, and I think it's. I think the important thing is, and I think you found this with doing your podcasts. You've got to do something you love. Yeah, you know, you've got to be passionate about what you're doing, and that's what keeps you going. You know, it's it's. You know, I, I love. You know, my faith's always been important to me, and that's that's driven hope and coffee. You, you kind of love film and social interaction, and and just the kind of chats like we have, and you know, that's what drives you. I'm I'm sure I can safely yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I literally, I literally, yeah, no, I literally say it to people. I'm like, the only reason that I do it when I get guests on is just to be nosy to see what other people are doing in in their life. <laughs> So that's it, and chat, chat, chat a bit of film and a bit of television, and that's about it, really. <laughs> so uh, if people want to listen to it, they can totally do, and I really appreciate it. You know, as as you say, it's a bit funny. Uh, like I don't get a huge amount of numbers, and I think that's important for people that want to start doing this and stuff is to try not to get too bogged down with the numbers and stuff, and like looking at the app and go how many people have listened to my valentine's episode that i put up yesterday or whatever <laughs> so uh uh but yeah yeah you just got to do it because you want to do it not for how many views or how many listens or you know absolutely i mean it's it's all too easy to look at the numbers and <clears throat> to be fair the the way it works on on certainly on anchor mm. and, and you'll know this is you kind of get an estimated regular listen uh, number yeah yeah which which tends to fluctuate depending on how many uh, episodes you put up and then how many people have therefore listened to it since then but it does fluctuate quite a lot it, I, it doesn't represent a true number of how many people listen because it's that's based on how many times the show is listened to um and yeah it's 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 hard sometimes you, you sometimes it's hard not to get caught up in the fact oh yeah look I, I, someone's listened to that episode 15 times uh it could be the same person 15 times for all i know but yeah uh, or, or or it could just be me checking that it sounds okay <laughs> or i could just put me running up my own numbers and listen to the episode as many times as i can put the numbers up. Uh, hey look at this i've had a hundred listens uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I think it's important. Uh, yeah, anybody that wants to do anything, they should just do it for themselves, not do it for anybody else or for any of that stuff. But I, I, I do make a joke that I, I, I say to Mosh, my partner, and like anyone, I'm like, I'm sure everyone gets fed up with my Facebook posts that's like uh, podcast stuff or me writing or like me, t uh, me, me doing, because I got into the habit now of doing... Um, Facebook stories of what I've been watching like that day and stuff and I'm like I'm sure my brother my twin brother's like why the hell are you doing all this stuff <laughs> like we know we know what Harry's been watching for the past like six months <laughs> <laughs> so uh but I uh, yeah no it's important to just be like bugger to them and just do what you want to do and people yeah so <laughs> absolutely
yeah no it's good no uh yeah so no uh actually would you mind diving in when uh to if if we go back you said that you have been a christian since you were 14 so so did you not were you not uh were i don't know if we've had this discussion before actually were are your uh parents religious or are they uh, are they christian no no my parents aren't uh that came about because you know i i had a very select few people i was with not necessarily through choice back in the day but uh mm. you know certainly by that age you know i was a bit more selective on my friendships uh, and i got to know this one guy and his slightly younger sister uh, who lived in the neighborhood and started going to his church youth group because you know, his mum ran it and, and i was perfectly happy with that i, I wasn't religious in any way shape or form and i, I wasn't particularly interested as mm. such um, but you know he was a nice guy and, and, and i loved his his sister and his mum you know and the other people involved uh, and then at 14 he uh, i was invited to go away to the isle of wight to a place called westbrook which is an old boarding school that hires out uh, to, to group events and uh, oh, cool. I, I wasn't initially interested uh, it's like oh you know i'm happy to go to a church youth group for an hour or two of an evening once a week yeah uh, but I, i'm not entirely sure i want to be locked in a boarding school for an entire weekend with them uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then i figured out there were going to be you know 14 hormones kicking in i figured out there were going to be girls present uh, <laughs> Uh, so it's like you know what yay great i'm gonna go so i i, I went along for the girls uh, and i discovered faith instead so you know good good uh faith, good trade there faith is in religious faith not not a girl called faith <laughs> yeah yes indeed <laughs> uh, no there was a girl called tammy uh, <laughs> uh which <laughs> who was an obsession for about the first evening okay. uh, and then i started paying any attention the uh, following morning to the talks and, and the music and everything and it's like you know what uh, and by the end of the weekend i, I discovered faith and discovered uh, god and yeah I, I made my commitment there and so it's been a topsy-turvy old ride and i've done a lot of uh, foolish non-christian things in the 30 years i've been a christian uh you know but we, we all make mistakes and we all fall yeah. away and yeah it, it's easy to do you know it's, it's, I mean, the thing people don't realize you know there's still a lot of misconception that you know if 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 you're a christian people think you're this goody two shoes who's above everyone you know and, you know but you're not you know you're just as human as everyone else and you make mistakes and you do stupid stuff you know <laughs> we're no different than anyone else i certainly don't think i'm better than anyone else my face doesn't make me better than anyone else i'm still me um you know and it's, it's one of those misconceptions when i meet someone new you know it's not not often these days and certainly not since a lockdown <laughs> but uh, but yeah so you know you meet someone new if they, they kind of Give you that impression they're thinking oh yeah he thinks he's better than me because he's of his face and it's like no that's that's really not the case yeah yeah you know, I'm, I'm not religious i'm not i'm not going to start shoving my faith down someone else's throat and then preaching at them they don't want to hear it if, if, if friends or a non-christian want to ask me i'll talk about it but yeah. <laughs> say that, that, that's their choice 
you know, and I live by my faith and, and I respect anyone who doesn't want to live by faith. You know, that, that's their choice and that's that's fine with me. It doesn't mean I'm not going to like them or care for them as a friend any less. You know, I mean, you can attest to that. You, yeah, you've yeah, done yeah, quite yeah. a while now. You know what? We're great mates and I love you dearly as a mate. Oh, you know, bless you. Oh, thank you. So, you, too. you know, our, our differences in, in opinion on faith makes no difference to me. And I think I think that's the problem. It's not just with faith either. That's the thing. Mm. The world seems to have forgotten that you can have differing opinions and still get on. Yeah. You know, we, we don't agree on everything, but we're still good mates. We have a laugh. We don't disrespect each other because of the fact we disagree on certain things. You know, <laughs> yeah. that, that's part of life. Yeah, no, for some reason, it, it seems to be like people uh, automatically say, oh, well, you've got to be one side or the other, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, it's silly and ch 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 childish, really. It sort of goes <laughs> back to uh, uh, being at school, really. You're like, come on now. Uh, we we sh sh Surely we must uh, grow out of that and... Uh, and uh, teach our kids and young people that we shouldn't have to do that so oh yeah you, you, i mean you say school but actually it's, it's like being back at you know primary school or even going right back to nursery so like, don't <laughs> like you because you don't agree with me you're not my friend anymore like, <laughs> like grow up um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah grow up <laughs> you know what we, we get on in so many other ways you know and it's okay to differ you know it's how you relate through those differences that's important you yeah. know we might have our differences as friends but we're great mates regardless because we understand the concept that you know we respect that yeah yeah no um and i think it's always good like as as a young person like when when you were 14 and you found yourself in with that group i it it, it must have been deeply important that you found a group that you could be with and be like yourself with and have that group of you know a sense of community it doesn't have to be religion it could be like a film group once a week or it could be you know uh scouts or you know anything like that yeah so, uh, oh absolutely you know it's, it, it's like you say the important part is finding community yeah and, and finding friendships that are supportive uh, and give you the love and respect that you you know, need and deserve. You know, we all deserve yeah. love and respect as individuals. Um, I say, I mean, unless you're way out there, <laughs> you know, there's there's no reason, you know, you shouldn't be given, you know, respect that you deserve. And it, community is a really important thing. You know, I mean, I speak about it from a faith point of view. You know, it's really important for me that that the, the community I am in, the friendships I have, are, are supportive. Because it, it can be hard uh, as a Christian to maintain that. Mm. You know, it, it's not about the building. You know, uh, but that helps when you can gather, which has made certainly made the last year or so interesting and difficult in some respects. Right. But you know, it, it's it's a it's a hard wearing uh, thing. Is uh, faith and church because it carries on regardless and you know it's just carried on with uh, online services which has been great you know you're still getting the support it's yeah. not the same mm. you know i love the fact we can do this 
but I'm sure in your eyes, you'd probably much rather we were getting together in person in yeah, front of a microphone yeah, yeah, and, and just yeah. chatting it face to face so rather than over, uh, you know, the internet. But, you know, it's great that we have the technology to be able to do that, to be able to support each other still and, and have that sense of community. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's truly important. I just think, I just have my fingers crossed that, you know, once we get to back to whatever this normal will be afterwards, that that we that us as as uh, as as humans and as a species that we that we sort of keep them keep the messages that we've like been reminded of what's what's really important. So mm. uh, yeah, it will be interesting. Yeah, it will be. It will be interesting, and you know. <laughs> I think the thing that has really touched me the most during all this with the pandemic, you know, even from the outset was just the sense of community and the outreach from people. You know, the second that first lockdown went in and neighbours are looking out for neighbours and it's like, do you need anything from the shops? Mm. You know, especially looking after the elderly and stuff. It's like, you know what? You should be isolating. That's fine. You, you stay safe. Is there anything we can get? neighbors are going out to buy milk and bread and you know it's dropping on their doorstep and running away so they can come and collect it safely it's just that sense of support and the love and the love we showed for the nhs at the start which i think it's a shame that kind of ended up disappearing i mean it kind of came back a little bit but it's it's not what it was um but i say it was just the sense of community and and coming together uh, when yeah. this all kicked off, that really, really touched me deep inside. It's like, you know what, that really inspires me and puts my faith back in humanity again, because you see so much, you know, bad news when you watch the news and all this terrible stuff going on. And then you get something like this, and, you know, pandemic hits and, and people are locked inside their own homes and then everyone's just supportive of everyone. It's like, yeah that's what community should be and i really hope that carries out off the pandemic once we get past it all and people will realize that's so important yeah yeah same because i because i feel like um yeah yeah i feel like it it almost we 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 prior to this we turned we've gone into this society where like Actually, I'd probably describe it as, you know, when you go to London and people that don't live in London, it is a bit of a shock when you go to London. Even, even just for the day, you're like, oh, there's so many people here. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, when, you live, when, you normally yeah. live, when you normally live near the beach and you're like, oh, uh, uh, there's no breeze here. Or, oh, there's, there's a breeze, but you can definitely smell the dirt in it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> especially when you go to the underground that's like a proper like that's a that's, <laughs> that's not fresh air that so anyway but um, but you sort of you know you see all these people that are busy with they're busy with their own lives and mm -hmm. and we're so easy as 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 humans to get blinkered and we're only we only end up concentrating on our own you know our own lives you know mm. um like you know if if somebody fell over on the tube how many people would actually go and help them uh exactly. i'm not i'm not i'm not labeling londoners <laughs> here by the way uh, <laughs> londoners are nice 
they're nice and and that 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 can happen anywhere uh someone can fall over and you see the certain amount of people that will go and help and certain amount of people go oh uh that's not my business uh so um so as you said i think it's yeah i hope that we continue this whole like you know we're in this together thing you know because because uh yeah because we're all we're all on this uh train of life as they say yeah so, um we might as well help each other out while we're here so absolutely i, I, I think you know you kind of made made a good point there and the fact that you know i think that all boils down to the society we live in you know yeah. and you, you know we, we kind of touched on film earlier and you know tv and bits and yes media bombards us with you know how to live and so much of it is kind of focus on yourself mm. you know it's all about you win no matter what um you know you're only successful if you you know you've got a great job and you're rich and you've got a you know big house and six cars and whatever else uh, and and it creates a selfish society and that was what impressed me when we went into this was the fact that with all of that we still got a selfless society, so much selflessness and caring started to show itself. It's like, you know what, I really hope that another thing to come out of this, this pandemic and the lockdown will be that media will, yeah. will advocate the fact that it's great and it's a good thing to be community. It's a good thing to think of others. It's a good thing to, to support others. Uh, and, and all this stuff that's come out of it. And I, I really hope that, that media will, will follow suit, as it were, coming out of this and, and start to put that up there as the good thing to do. You know, not this all about me, not not being selfish, but being selfless. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I think that's a real va valid point, actually. Yeah, real valid point that you touched upon there, actually. So BBC and ITV, yeah. <laughs> pay attention now pay attention <laughs> uh, no uh yeah no yeah I, I feel like we touched on some really like valid points there oh we went deep there for a second there uh, went a bit deep. wow it does happen occasionally. yeah yeah you know uh uh welcome welcome to the welcome to the therapy sessions everyone <laughs> life is fine don't worry give yourself a pat on the back <laughs> So, so, so I'm going to steer it again. I'm going to steer it. So, um, uh, now tell me about, tell me about, cause, uh, last year or actually the year before you decided to do a very big leap and you decided to start your own business, uh, after, after, um, uh, working in retail for a while and that's where we met in retail mm -hmm. uh, we shall not name the company because there is many other companies around and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's 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 where we met we met so, uh, did you want to uh did you want to talk about uh your painting and decorating business or would you absolutely yeah yeah what why not um firstly may i just say you know you, you, I have taught you well, my young Padawan. You know, <laughs> we shall not mention companies because there are other companies available. Uh, you're learning. <laughs> no, seriously though. I mean, yeah, 20, 2018, uh, after the 
nine and a half years, best part of 10 years of my life in, in one retail company, which is where we met. Um, I, I thought about it over the time. You know, I, I think I've been been working in that particular place for a good couple of years or so before I decided, you know what, I, I should look at something. I should look at setting up on my own. Uh, but it was always convenient. It always fitted in what I needed. Uh, and then in 2018, when I went out on my own, it got to that point that it was becoming a struggle to balance that and home life um, just purely on, on kind of staffing levels and being able to organise holidays and bits. It was, it was getting a bit more awkward. Um, it's like, well, you know what? It's, it's time to make that leap. And a little bit of encouragement from friends as well. It's like, you know what? You'd be great. You know, you'll be good. You know, you can do it. And that's the thing. It's that, it's that initial leap of faith and believing you can do it. Um, because I know that I can paint. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I, I can paint nice and neatly and I know my stuff having worked in in the retail business and worked in that particular area with paint and had a lot of training in that area uh, that I carried into my business and um yes I used to do yeah. I, I used to do announcements at our uh, at our old job that used to say uh what, what was it was it uh uh like good like Good morning. Could I please have a paint advisor to the paint shop? That's a paint advisor to the paint shop. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm all, I was always surprised you didn't specifically say my name because I knew exactly who you meant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> fun people just, people just used to take the piss how, how, how I said thank you at the end. They were like, thank you. <laughs> See, I always appreciated that. A bit of politeness never hurt anyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so good times, but you know, going, going back to it, I, I decided, you know, with a little bit of encouragement that it was a good idea. So I set up my uh, business um, before I left uh, the retail job. I did kind of a little bit of research, a little bit of uh, prep work, so kind of buying some equipment and um, getting some business cards made up and things like that uh, before I finally and lining up a couple of jobs um before before i took the plunge uh, and it it worked out really well i set up you know linzel painting and decorating and woo! plug woo uh go me uh <laughs> this show is and... not sponsored by that company we are not sponsored <laughs> <laughs> proud sponsor um, <laughs> um and yeah i say i had a couple of jobs lined up and then by the time i'd done got through the first job i had other bits coming in and from i started on the first of july in 2018 and i had worked right from the beginning of july up to the end of november of that year uh, which was great um and yeah then we uh, uh, got through christmas which was a quiet period and say then the pandemic hit which was a bit of a things actually i got my years wrong so we're in 2021 so actually it was 2019 not 2018 uh, <laughs> so I, I should correct myself on that i'm going far way too far back now. 2019 when i set up so yeah 2020 hit and you know the pandemic it's like ah yeah um i wasn't allowed to go out to work in the original lockdown 
um, obviously things have changed and we got to this latest lockdown and I, I was allowed to continue although finding work under lockdown conditions is hard work mm. um, because part if nothing else because of people needing to let me into their homes you know yeah. which is understandable yeah. um, but it was a leap of faith and and I mean I think the biggest thing for me was fear of how disorganized I can be at times and how easily distracted I am and therefore I was terrified of the tax side of things it's like I am I'm gonna so mess this up and, and it's just gonna be awful and <laughs> I don't know what I'm, how I'm gonna do it but actually that whole process of doing the tax stuff is actually quite simple um I, I did have to go and ask a, a friend who conveniently is a retired accountant so that worked oh quite that's well. always good that's um but I I had done it right you know, he, he just confirmed what I'd done, which was great, which is what I wanted. And so it was relatively simple to work out and I, I did it okay. Um, so yeah, it's, that, that was the biggest thing for me was, was the fear of the self, self-employed self tax side of things. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if, you, if you've got a goal, if you've got a dream, you know, then yeah, go for it. It's, it's, it's definitely gotta be the thing. I mean, like looking back now, okay, it's all about timing and obviously it came about and it's perfect time and it needed to mm. in as much as I had, you know, a good few months of work there before, before everything kicked off. Um, not so great in the fact that I was just getting going and then the pandemic hit. Yeah. Um, but you know what, if, if you do your research, if it's something you love, it, it, it's worth doing. Don't be afraid to take the chance, you know, and, and go for it. Because actually the tax, if if the taxing is the one thing that scares you most out of it all, yeah, you know, no, that was the thing that scared me. It wasn't. Yeah, no, I think I think a lot of people talk about that because, uh, yeah, no, I know a lot of people that like do freelance work and they, I, I think a lot of people are scared of that whole, oh, I don't have an employer that helps me sort out all that stuff. So you have to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think. Yeah, I mean, the ta- self, self-employed taxing is is... I say that that was my biggest fear and yeah I mean once I got into it and sat down where it's 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 simply they give you the send you the online form and it's simply the case it's like filling an application form to a degree Mm -hmm. it's it's not exactly the the hardest part was figuring out where each kind of figure went as far as kind of claiming tax backs obviously you get um, you know, tax relief on the fact that of equipment and stuff, so you can claim that back off your tax yeah. year. Receipt uh, and it's, it's more receipts. <laughs> yeah, so it's the hardest part is figuring out where that goes within the form because yeah. it's kind of a broad base. There's quite a few bits in there for that, but it's quite a broad uh, covering of, of what you can claim back on. Uh, and then figuring out, obviously, if, if it is something you can claim back. So obviously you don't want to be claiming back something you shouldn't be and get into trouble. So, yeah. But once you get past that, it, it really is just like sitting down filling in a form. Boring, I grant you. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it's not difficult. You know, if you, if you can read the form and if you can just, you know, go for it sensibly a step at a time, you know, it, it's really not that difficult to do. And if you if you need to, you know, get a bit of advice. You know, if you've got friends who know, then great. But you know, places like job centre and stuff or system advice, there's there's things available. So don't let that 
be the one thing that stops you from chasing your dream if that's what you want to do you know set up your own business and go for it yeah and and uh yeah you you mentioned a good point about um yeah just just going for it and then you don't want to you know uh get to you know, like the ripe old age and go well i wish i had a go at that or i i wish i tried at that so uh exactly the point and you know what i, I would write if i fall flat on my face if coming out of the pandemic you know things don't go as i would like then i would rather that be the case than not have done it and look back on it and go wish i tried I'd rather regret something I tried and failed at than something I didn't try at all. You know, that's that's kind of how I've lived to a degree anyway, is I'd rather regret what I've done yeah. than not do it. And, and yeah. you know, you've got to take risks in life sometimes. Yeah, and I, I think, uh, yeah, that was, that was sort of like my main, like, New Year's resolution this year was like... Uh, to stop to like stop playing it safe all the time like you know uh i did a i did as you know this i did a film degree and then joined the company that we worked for and then that sort of became uh a sort of you end up getting comfortable and you're like okay i'm comfortable here so (laughs) so why should i try in something else that will make me feel uneasy uh, why I should stay comfortable but you know you could do that for everything and then so I, this year was sort of a thing that I was like I need to just like slowly start doing my own bits and then that could lead to other stuff and all yeah it's you don't have to do huge leaps uh, you can do little steps and then you know as you do um yeah yeah i mean it's a valid point actually harry because actually when it came down to it you know i funny enough i did actually do one of my podcasts on the fact that comfort can be our enemy you know we we get get we can get we can get into our comfort zones and it's like you know well you know what i'm comfortable in this little bubble i'm like this is great i know everything's going on and it's it's fantastic i'm all it's like being a little snuggly warm duvet and all all great (laughs) you know and 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 by doing it, you get caught up in that. It's like, okay, I'm staying here. But, you know, then then you don't take any risks. Nothing's going to happen if you stay stuck in your little bubble where it's comfortable. You've got to step outside that comfort zone once in a while and take time. I mean, not, like you say, it doesn't have to be big. <laughs> you don't have to go completely bananas about it. And go, hey, I'm in a comfortable bu- bubble. Let's do something hugely stupid now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, that went wrong. Let's go back to my bubble. You know, take a little step. You know, so, yeah, I mean, do what you're comfortable with to a degree, but do take chances because you don't gain anything from not taking them. You just you get stuck in the rut. Yeah, yeah, 100% agree. And then and then you can look round and then realise, you know, uh, 10 years has gone by or even like 25 years has gone by and you're like, oh, I didn't do that. Uh, so that's uh, a shame. <laughs> exactly the point you know and it, yeah it's like i say it's, it's about what you regret you know maybe you regret doing something but it's better to regret trying than, than looking back and going wow i wish i'd done that yeah. uh, and you see it a lot in in uh, tv shows film and, and, and you know even when you see interviews on the news or people interviewed on radio and 
yeah it's always people saying i i regret not doing this uh, yeah. rather than oh wow i regret doing that <laughs> so I, it's always the, it is it's it's the i regret not doing it yeah so, so i'd rather try and, and fail than and not try yeah yeah that's a really good yeah that's a really good motto to have and i think it's really good to enforce that into younger people as well because you know uh especially if if you know uh that they, they 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 want to get into an area that's like so uh, so crowded like like film or tv or or even painting and decorating there's so yeah. many companies out there uh, <laughs> just because just because there's so many people doesn't mean that you shouldn't give it a go um, oh absolutely you know what the, the the thing with it is you know like you say that there's there's a lot of kind of film people and, and tv people and stuff out there. there's a lot of painting decorators a lot of plumbers a lot of whatever you know whatever your skill set or passion is you know there's always going to be a lot out there but, you know the, the key to it and the trick to it is make yourself stand out you know make yourself unique and yeah just get that point across that okay there's all these other people but hey i'm really good at what i do and i'm unique in this way you know, my, my key thing for me is the fact that I am just, you know, friendly and I'm honest, you know, I'm trustworthy. Um, you know, my my little tagline, which some have said, great idea, I've said, don't be so stupid. But, you know, my my, uh, <laughs> my, my tagline for, for the webpage is, it's friendly, affordable, reliable, you know, because... Yeah. I, I want to make the point, you know, what? I, I'm a friendly, nice kind of guy, trustworthy, you know, I'm affordable. I'm not going to charge you a small fortune. There's people out there who charge ridiculous amounts per day to do the same job I'm doing. Mm. And I'm perfectly happy on what I'm, you know, charging at the moment. Although I expect with rising costs, I will have to up it at some point, um, you know, and just making sure for me, be reliable. You know, if people can rely on me, I'm going to get far more work out of word of mouth than I am out of advertising. You know, like people have used me. The jobs I've had since I started have all been basically word of mouth. Like they've heard about me from friends and said, you know what? This guy is really great. He's really friendly. He's reliable. He's absolutely trustworthy. You know, no, you should have him in your house because you can't trust him to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that's good i mean that's great i'd rather have my business that way yeah no i i feel like that's uh, another valuable point that 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 you said there rob is that the strongest thing that can be in your business can literally be you as an individual you know mm. uh it can be you it doesn't have to be anything fancy it can literally just be i'm i'm me here this is this my service is me and mine mm personality and my passion into this is what is what is what i'm selling and my skill and and yeah yeah absolutely and it's like i say most most of my business has come word of mouth through, through exactly that i think the only one that uh, didn't come out of that was one actually funny enough i picked up just before leaving the retail job um because i got overheard by one of the customers talking about uh, leaving um they mistook it as i was going on holiday 
He said, oh, are you going anywhere nice? And I said, oh, no, I'm leaving because I'm setting up my own business. Um, and I was like, oh, no, that's, oh, no, because I didn't realise it. Uh, I didn't I didn't place them because, I mean, they're not necessarily, they weren't necessarily in regularly, but they were a regular shopper. And they said, that, that's, oh, I'm so disappointed. I always try and find you when I'm in here because you're always so helpful and so, you know, so good. And it's like, and they asked me what I was doing. It's like, I said about fainting death. I said, oh, I'm just thinking about that. You know, if you've got a car, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, okay. okay. Um, at work, a bit awkward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's um, make, but I, I did. And let's look behind us and see not if you know, a certain person is sure behind me. Make sure the boss isn't behind me. Uh, but yeah, so I, I did have lovely a Lovely man, lovely did. man. <laughs> Lovely man. Uh, to be fair, it was in my life. It was the last few days, and I did have to have cards on me at that point. Like, you know, I gave cards. <laughs> but funny enough, she came back and said, "Actually, you know what? I'll probably forget I've got your card. Here's my contact details." So, you know, she gave her contact yeah. details. And as soon as I'd left, you know, and was starting on the job I'd already lined up. You know, I contacted her and set up the next one with her, and say so then it's built up from there. So. So there's only been really one that wasn't word of mouth. It was just purely, you know, coincidental. <laughs> I happened to be discussing about setting up my own business or leaving retail and, and you know, her interest in that, which was uh, really nice. And she was a lovely lady. And it was a real pleasure to do, do that particular job because it was just the nicest house. Really nice. Terrifying. Please don't mess this one up. <laughs> yeah, like I say, it's, it's, it's just terrifying. I'm not, don't let me mess this one up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. So uh, and to like to like cap 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 off that particular uh, part of the conversation, I would say if anybody's got a wall that they need painting or like walls that they need painting, don't paint them now. Don't bother doing them yourself. Get a uh, Get get Rob to do it for you. <laughs> yeah, please do it. Well, yeah, please contact me and say <laughs> he's affordable even, and reliable. <laughs> I'd say friendly, affordable, reliable, and still working despite the pandemic and taking as many precautions as I can to keep it as safe as possible. But there's only so much you can do, obviously. So, <laughs> as Boris says, was it uh, uh, makes what cover your face, make space, or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what? I've I've done a couple of jobs in this last lockdown, and it had, I mean, to be fair, it worked out quite well. The, the last one I had was quite a big job in an office space, and obviously they aren't working in the offices at the moment, so I pretty yeah. much just had the place myself. So it was okay. as safe as it was ever going to get. Like, well, um, so well, but, in a way. But yeah, I mean, obviously, if I went out, out uh, you know, people's homes at this point in time, it would be kind of masks. You know, I'll, I'll be in whatever room I'm working in, maybe you know somewhere else in the house or out for a walk or something i don't know uh but yeah you know keep it safe as you can and um yeah i, I do my best to make sure that uh, i apply you know the guidance to what i'm doing yeah yeah no cool no it's good now we're going to dive in because i know we've been talking for like an hour we're going to dive into this now now i'm going to see now i'm going to see if this works No, I'm joking. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> oh, you rotter. <laughs> We're not doing that, for Christ's sake. 
We're doing this instead. And let me say, other film studios are available. Other film, other. <laughs> <laughs> Very so, good. Uh... <laughs> I was like, last night, I was like, oh, I, that'd be funny. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, I thought we'd dive into our like film and uh, discuss a bit of uh, film news or anything that you want to discuss about film and stuff. But I got a couple of things here. So uh, today, like literally an hour ago, um, I know uh, if anybody has been li living under a rock and uh, Disney Plus is very much in its full swing now. They're releasing loads of uh, new stuff, including new Star Wars stuff, a load of new Star Wars stuff, <laughs> like, like 50 things. Handy <laughs> uh, if you happen to have Disney Plus and a Star Wars fan like me. But yeah. sadly, I don't have Disney Plus. Oh, uh, Disney Plus! Oh no! <laughs> no, no. I, I am weighing up the idea at the moment. Yeah. I know there's an awful lot of stuff coming up, so it's like you know what? I might switch one of the ones I've got over to that for the time being, and uh, yeah, watch yeah. Star Wars bits. You could you you, you could fluctuate. <laughs> That's the way to go. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, and there's lots of stuff for for. For like your daughter and stuff like that. There's loads of stuff like that, I guess. Disney and all that. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So today they released the first trailer for the uh, 101 Dalmatian prequel called Corella, starring e Emma Stone playing the playing the main role as Corella. <laughs> uh, it's the first trailer of it. You know, they they make they 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 make a prequel out of anything these days. But apparently, yes, they will. <laughs> have a Corella prequel coming and that is coming in May. I don't know if it's coming into cinemas or Disney Plus. It did not say. <laughs> so uh, also we got uh, our first sort of thing about, have you watched Stranger Things? Do you like Stranger Things? I've watched a couple of episodes. I, I mean, I, from a friend I recommend it. They said it does take a bit of getting into and I did struggle with those first couple of episodes. So I am going to go back to it and, and give it a bit more of a try. So, uh, old uh, one of the kid actors in that in that show, uh, Finn Finn Wolfhart. There you go. I managed it. Managed it. <laughs> Dyslexic brains, like what's, what's the word? <laughs> letters. How do letters work? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, he says apparently that it's the most scariest season. The next one, season four, that's coming out. Uh, next year apparently is the most scariest mm. one. Uh, I I I have enjoyed it. It's good. It it very much leads into the sort of like early Steven Spielberg like eighties. Eighties uh, is so popular nowadays, isn't it? In terms of it is. It seems to be making a big comeback, kind of like the sixties and seventies keep doing. So maybe it's going to be a recurring theme every so often. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be like so many shows set in the eighties, and then. Uh, yeah, so apparently that that's going to be uh, that. Yeah, the the scariest season so far. Uh, that's coming out later next year, I believe. Uh, also, we got um, 
Channel 4 released the first look at their hard-hitting documentary about Caroline Flack uh, that sadly uh, passed away last year uh, from committing suicide. And apparently the, I looked at the trailer actually, it, is, it does look quite hard-hitting to be honest. Mm. Uh, lots of tears. Um, and it shows the sort of ups and downs of her dealing with being famous and being in the public eye. Uh, and it looks like they've got her mother on board to talk about some stuff. So I'm sure that will be a bit of a tough watch, but probably uh, probably still important to see, I'd say. Mm. I think things like that are actually really important. You know, there's, there's, they are raising more awareness of that. So I, I think that to have, I mean, it's, it's, it's sad, obviously, that she took her own life. But, you know, I think it's great that, they're doing this documentary because it's, you know, shining the spotlight on it. Because uh, we, we need more spotlights on things like uh, uh, depression and anxiety and, and things that lead to these tragic events where people feel they've got no other option but to take their life. Yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what to say to that, really. It's, it, it, yeah. I, I, I really can't, uh, I've had my like proper low moments, but yeah, no, it's um, it is really sad that you picture somebody like that that just just doesn't see anywhere else uh, to go, which is such a such a sad thing, such a sad thing. Also, uh, we had uh, uh, yesterday um, Elliot Page, the star of Juno, and the star of the very popular Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Other, other, I say this, <laughs> other streaming services are available. <laughs> other streaming services are available. So um, he, he, he shared the first uh, shot of them beginning the um, filming of, episode, of season three. Uh, he, he shared a shot of the back of their... Uh, deck chair of her of him sorry uh sit, sitting on a set and the new series is coming out in next year i believe next year so that's all that's all film that's all film news everyone that's all film many tv uh actually i did i did because the corella one literally came out like an hour ago so I quit. I quickly put that in, but the one that was there before, which you would find this funny, but Mosh was like, "How would anybody be interested in that?" Apparently, <laughs> Anne Robinson of uh, of uh, Weakest Link fame is going to be the new host of Countdown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, re replacing uh, Nick of of Apprentice fame. Yes, so she's going to mm. be. The very first female host of Countdown. Are you a fan of Countdown, Rob? I have been in the past. I've thought, it would be interesting to see if she forgets herself and, you know, they, they get a question wrong. And she, she decides to go, you are the weakest link. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's not the show I'm doing anymore, is it? Uh, <laughs> that would be interesting to see. Yeah, no, um, I, no, I... I, I think it'd be good that it, it would literally just be like a full powerhouse of women on that show now. It would literally just be, yeah. But, but I, I, th I think that's good. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's great we're seeing more positive and stronger female 
leads and and roles coming into to TV shows and reality and st- uh, news and bits. But yeah, I, I, I think there's got to be a balance because I think it has to a degree got a little bit uh, <laughs> OTT in some respects. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm not that I'm talking women down, obviously, but you know it, it seems that there has been a big drive in the last couple of years, at least, with, with kind of certain roles being, you know, feminised. Like, oh, we'll have a female lead in that show now instead of a male lead. Mm. Um, you know, Doctor Who, most notably, which was fine. You know, and I, I actually really love Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. Funny enough, but uh, <laughs> I, I think she's been brilliant. Yeah, she's a really good actress as well. Like really good. She's oh, she's phenomenal. I know what. So good. Uh, I, th- I think the thing with that particular one is, um, she, I think she got a raw deal. I don't think the writing has been that great in the series she's been the Doctor, and okay. that's let her down. I think, and she hasn't really shown her true potential. She's been great with what she's had, but I don't think she's had the best screenwriting there personally okay uh, that's okay. just my opinion but um it'd be interesting to see where we go with future episodes yeah because she's a real uh jo- jodie whittaker she's a really uh powerhouse actress in terms of like broad church i just re-watched that mm. recently and she's so good in that uh oh, she's uh, phenomenal and you know she's phenomenal she's relatable and she's just really likable no matter what she's doing like you say she, she's a powerhouse you know, she she does the serious roles and bits, yeah. but uh, but she's still when she's being serious, she's l- just really relatable and likable. Yeah, you you look at her, and she's like, you know what? She just seems lovely, no, no matter what she's doing. Yeah, she yeah. could play a villain, and you'd still be going, you know what? She <laughs> seems lovely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, she seems really down to earth, and every time she's uh, like doing interviews, she sounds she sounds like she's having a right ball, like uh, <laughs> right like good laugh and stuff like that and uh her uh yeah her uh northern accent comes out and you're like yeah i like this person she's cool i like her <laughs> yeah no um is there anything that 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 you've been watching in particular recently that that you have been watching and enjoying of course watching and enjoying um well i did actually binge watch on um netflix other streaming services are available uh <laughs> recent not so long ago i, I binge watched cobra kai the, the uh karate yeah. kids spin-off tv show yeah. uh which i i really enjoyed i thought it's bre- i mean i will agree that i mean they've, they've done three seasons now mm-hmm. and they have been renewed for a fourth uh, i read recently um i must admit i agree with a lot of the people that i mean the first series was great the second was a little, it was good, but it was a bit which it wasn't as well written. And the third really, oomphed, you know, oomphed it up and made it a lot better. Uh, I'm really hoping that continues into season four. And, you know, I, I love the fact that it's up to date for, for the younger audience. Mm-hmm. But for, you know, those like, like myself who kind of grew up in the era which released the original Karate Kid film, you know, which was amazing. I love that film. Um, it's so nice to have a the original characters back, the mm. main two characters with, with um, uh, Johnny and Daniel uh, as the rivalry going on again, yeah. but with a younger generation brought into it. But the fact that they do flashbacks to the film, 
uh, to set a scene within the series and the fact they have brought in some of the old cast again as well and, and paid homage to them by, by bringing them in. And it's, it's just been a brilliant combination of old and new, uh, especially when you think about the fact that there's an awful lot of um, kind of martial arts stuff. It's becoming quite a big thing again, funny enough, martial arts. Um, and you kind of wondered how something like Cobra Kai might fare given that it's based off, you know, the old uh, Karate Kid film, you know, you're going back to the 80s. Uh, and it's like, yeah, are, are they going to be able to pull off, you know, doing something where it's that old, but bring it up to date? And it's worked really well. So that's been really one of my top ones for watching lately. Um, no, that's, just... that, that's good. I, I have to admit, Mosh desperately wants to watch it, uh, watch it but... I've been like stopping because I have not seen the original Karate Kid. So. <laughs> to be fair, you don't actually need to see the original Karate Kid okay. to All right. get it. It, it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's what I love about it. Fact that although it is based on the original Karate Kid, uh, although taking the kind of flip route of uh, basing it on what was originally the bad Karate Dojo of Cobra Kai, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, against this poor lone student who was being picked on and got taught by Miss Miyagi. Um, Waxing, you know, and you, you kind of think, how are they going to do it? Because Cobra Kai was kind of this big bad, you know, they, they were all vicious and, you know, it's like, how are they going to do that? But it works so well just because they've got, you know, the original two actors from the film, you know, and they've put a real different spin and they've brought it modernized and, you know, they've introduced the next level of uh, karate kids, you know, and, and with the students and bits involved. Yeah. So they're bringing the new generation. So it's, you know, it brings it up to date. It's watchable for those who don't know the karate kid. And it's a real lovable trip down memory road for those of us who, who remember the karate kid, even the first time round. Uh, <laughs> 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 which is, just makes me feel old sometimes uh, <laughs> but it, it is a brilliant brilliant thing and I say season two does slip a little but then they pick it up again in three and I'm hoping four will do the same and it just escalates and it's it's brilliant cool cool yeah no I, I will definitely have to get 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 around to watching it and yeah check 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 it out and as and as you say the whole like martial martial art uh movies and stuff like that are really coming back into uh in into fashion really and more and 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 more stuff coming out uh i think that's sort of and not not just because of this but i think it sort of stems to like the like john wick and all that sort of like mm. gun, gun foo and all that type of stuff it's really oh absolutely you know there, there, there's been it's interesting to see because actually Cobra Kai in itself, I mean, there's quite a, there's a few other kind of shows I've spotted that are around now and have been kind of coming out around about the same time that are martial arts based, but they're obviously modernised new ones that have come out not based on old stuff, whereas Cobra Kai is based on the old. But I've, I've noticed a lot in, in, in TV and, and film that there's an awful lot of love for the retro, as I would put it, and yeah. taking the old and bringing it into the new and making modernizing it, you know, they, they kind of taken old films and they've redone them and they've taken old TV shows and they've modernized them. 
some successfully some not so successfully but it, you know it's just lovely to see yeah you know yeah. certainly things like the 80s era which is kind of my era of kind of growing up heading into my you know younger years into my teens and bits i grew up and just seeing that let's say some i've watched it's been great some some i've watched it's not Vintel <laughs> was like no you should have just left it where it was in the past <laughs> but you know what you've got to, it's, it's back to that whole you've got to take a chance you know they took the chance didn't work it was completely rubbish but hey never mind uh try again with something else <laughs> no 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 as as you say it, it, it's so good when they when they do it well when they bring back an old property and do it well like I thought they did really well with like the most recent Halloween film when they brought Jamie Lee Curtis back and they've sort of reconned all of the bad ones and they go, we're starting from like 30 years after the second one or the first one. And, uh, and it was just, yeah, it was just really good and sort of, it, it's good when they end up refocusing and focusing on what made the original good. Absolutely. I have to confess, actually, that is one I still have not caught up with. Oh, okay. but I, I love oh, yeah. the fact that they did do that. And to be yeah. fair, when I saw the trailers and bits for that, I, I thought, you know what, that's going to be great. I, yeah. I personally think, just from the trailer, I think that was going to be great anyway, because, you know, you've got Jamie Lee Curtis back in. But I love when they do that and they bring back what made it great in the first place. You know, and I mean, like, you think you've got things like Terminator and stuff where they kind of, yeah, they bring back Arnie. I mean, okay, he's getting on a bit, but uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's what makes it great. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's always been about Arnie, and, it, and the fact that they brought Linda Hamilton into the last one as well. You know, it's like great. You got that chemistry of that original cast uh, bringing it into a modern time, and that for me that worked really well actually. The last Terminator film. Yeah, um, I just feel like. Yeah, no, I, I, I just feel like that, that franchise franchise is a bit cursed. I feel like they should be like, okay, we'll leave it there now because it's gone a bit, <laughs> it's gone a bit uh, worn out. But I did enjoy it. Yeah, no, I did enjoy it. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> plus, plus, it's like so clever <laughs> nowadays where they do the whole like de aging where you saw like a young uh, uh, like. Uh, Oh, what's his name? Oh, the kid. What's, what's the kid's name? John Connor, right? Is it John Connor? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. John Connor. <laughs> when you saw uh, him at the beginning, and I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Damn, that's pretty. That's uh, that's that's pretty good." I won't. Oh, if only if only it was that easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I remember, I, I I remember finding out when they they were saying they were getting the original actor back. I was like, okay. And I, I did the dreaded thing where you Google someone that you haven't seen for a very long time. And I was like, whoo! I was like, okay, uh, he looks like he's had a life. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, no, but um, yeah, it's so good when they do it well, when they bring back old, old properties. And also, I just think it's so good, like when people kick off and go, you can't do this or you can't remake this. It doesn't, re it doesn't really matter because you always have the original thing. It doesn't really matter. Mm. So if they, if they sadly butcher it, yeah, it's sad, but you still have that perfect little film to you that's good, like amazing. Oh, I, I agree. And, you know, I mean, the thing is, even, even when they butcher it, 
you know, that, that it will always have a following of some sort. There, there will be those who like it, yeah. you know, because it's, it's a modernised film. And that's great. You know, if it brings new people in, then, then great. You know, we, we might not, it goes back to what we were saying towards the beginning, that you know, we might not always agree and, you know, we might have differing opinions, but, you know, if they remake a film and it's, we think it's a hash job because we saw the original, we love the original, then fair enough. But say, if it brings more people in, if it brings in a new audience and people go, oh, wow, this is great. Uh, oh, yes, I'd like to convert them to the original and say, no, no, this one's better. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 it's good. I I feel like that's like a perfect way to end our conversation, to be honest. I feel like that's a really good way. You uh, you finished it perfectly as as a as a professional, uh, as you are. So, and and uh, entirely intentional as well. <laughs> <laughs> we planned this, we really planned it. <laughs> no. So, yeah, no, like uh, we ever plan anything. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, I mean we uh, always plan it. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it takes it's it, it, it it's really hard work. When we said that you can do anything that you dream, it's really hard work. You really have to. <laughs> oh, this, this this episode has been you know months in the planning, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So many notes. It's not bullet points. I promise. <laughs> no, uh, thanks, thanks so much, Rob, for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's been so good to catch up and everything. And, uh, it has been a real pleasure, and I, so, you know, oh, no, I, I, I was always happy to do it. And you know, I hope we get another opportunity yeah. to yeah. maybe we we'll do another one. We we'll do a follow up. Yeah. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll bring you in on something again. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. No, hopefully, eventually in the future, we get to go back into the uh, hospital radio studio and do something. Ah, uh, yes, back to good old Chichester Hospital Radio. <laughs> Cheeky plug there. Other hospitals <laughs> are available, but not in Chichester Hospital. <laughs> no, thanks so much, Rob. You, you take care and we'll chat soon, yeah? Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> no worries. So that was my conversation with Rob. Thank you so much again, Rob, for coming on. It was super sick to be reunited with my Chichester Hospital Radio buddy oh it was really good we discussed some really deep things <laughs> I think I joked about it turning into a bit of a therapy session but I think it's always great to talk about those real deep subjects really I think it's really important to discuss those especially with our situation at the moment so thank you, Rob, for being an amazing guest. And it was a right laugh. As you said, when we're being creative, it really feeds our soul. And that, inv- that conversation with you really did make my day. Uh, yeah, it really did. So thank you for that, man. And we shall definitely collab again, uh, hopefully soon. Well, eventually, uh, we will be back in the hospital radio studio. Um, Yeah, hopefully soon, fingers crossed. So I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. Um, Yeah, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys...
found it relaxing, informative, whatever you get out of this show, (laughs) I appreciate it. And I thought today that I would end with the amazing poem that is titled World Leaders. So until next time, you guys take care. (laughs) Sorry, always getting names wrong. The poem is called Dear World Leaders by the brilliant Tom Foolery. You guys enjoy. Dear world leaders, I know your job isn't easy and the pressure's immense as you navigate uncertain, unfolding events. You ask us to stay in our homes and to put on our masks while I come to you now with the simplest of asks. Just encourage us. Look back through the archives, the most famous of speeches, Shakespeare's Henry V, Churchill's fighting on the beaches, Martin's dreams of the children with skin black and white in a world hand in hand who would play and not fight. They sprung verse from adversity. Through world movements and war, they used words that when spoken helped the hopeless wings to soar. Right now, these are the speeches that we so need to hear, so our goosebumps stand up and we're roused from our fear. Look, you can tell us of cases till we're blue in the faces. We all know the dangers, but the whole human race is, in this moment, confronted by the very same foe. And you were chosen to guide us all through that unknown. So we hang on your messages when things slip and decline. Connected only by screens, we share statements online, but we're stuck on one narrative and it's always alarmist. So a word to the wise, don't discourage the artists. We need the creativity of people more than ever right now. Call upon them to reforge the old stories of how we inspire the youth and look after the old or bring peace to the tired as they shoulder their load. Look, if you're an elected world leader, then that surely implies we need more than polite pleas to just stay inside. It's so disheartening to feel like these words are in vain when such talented people are told to retrain. You have dancers, comedians, poets galore, there are actors, musicians, filmmakers and more. And while key workers are working themselves to the bone, and when weary and drained they must find their way home, what words of encouragement ring out in their minds? What strength for tomorrow do you want them to find? We need plays to be written and songs to be sung. We need solidarity now so we might overcome. It's an emergency, but not just the medical kind, because it pervades through our spirits, our hearts and our minds. Where's the passionate speeches that I have not heard? To encourage gives courage, that's why it's part of the word. The last thing that I want you to hear in this rhyme is one day, all together, we'll look back at this time. We will collectively mourn those the virus has taken. There'll be businesses broken and livelihoods shaken. But I'd wager, right now, that our spark will return and those embers will ignite a new beacon that burns. But what of you, I do ask? What will your legacy be? What will the history books read? What do you want us to see? Inspire us now and we'll remember your name. We'll remember how you answered the call when it came. Kids will quote you in essays as they remember this strife. We'll drink toasts to your words. They'll make films of your life. So the gauntlet is laid. Take it up if you dare with intelligence, empathy, wisdom and care. 
Just give us something to cling to, encouraging words we may heed. I hope you'll be that world leader. That's the world leader we need.